0: Right, welcome to another episode of Rock and Block. This is your host Michael Martinez. Thank you for joining us in this very first episode of 2019. This episode is being released on January 8th. And to begin this episode, it is my very pleasure to have finally the one and only Miss Jennifer Glass. And yes. it is a dream come true to finally have a female influencer and entrepreneur in Rock and blog. Thank you for joining us and thank you for being here. How are you doing?
1: I am doing great, Michael, and happy new year. I'm thrilled to be on the podcast and I am super stoked to be the first woman that you've had on your show, which is a great honor for me uh, being the first woman. It's you know, definitely an Been an interesting experience, and when you see a lot of corporate America and the lack of women in certain positions, it mirrors the way that a lot of things happen. So I'm glad that I'm the first woman here, and I'm hoping I'm the first of many to come.
0: Certainly so. Um, I truly hope that later on, as as the weeks go by, I can actually find more female entrepreneurs and influencers that are impacting more women and. Not only women, but more people throughout their daily lives that are creating ripple effects in the workforce and in their communities, teaching us about the benefits and their journeys on becoming role models in their communities, in their lives, in their their own families, in their own businesses. I believe and I, that's one of the things that I'm striving for in my own way um, to raise my daughter to be the very best that she can be. Even though she is only one year old, I am, I am trying to educate myself to be the best role model that I can be so I can empower her to be the, the best person of herself that she can be so she's able to choose her own way. And now I'm, da- I'm documenting my path to actually show her, look, all these women were able to actually do and choose their own way. You're able to do so yourself. I'm not, I'm not trying to show you the path. I'm trying to just let you know that there is a path that you are able to choose on your own. It is up to you. Go ahead and choose it. With Absolutely. Love, with love. That's
1: what it's all about. Yeah. We no longer need that Nine Inch Shining Armor or the... All right.
0: Uh, I can hear you now. Oh, you can? Okay, good. Yeah.
1: Um, so what I was saying was that it's been... In the past, you know, we were looking at what Disney was portraying and what movies were portraying about women. You needed a prince. you needed a knight in shining armor to rescue us. And today it's not the case anymore. And it's great that you're raising your daughter to be that fiercely independent woman that she is going to be when she grows up. And I thank you for that because we need to teach our kids that they can do anything you know boy girl doesn't make a difference you know we saw in the last presidential election a woman here at the top of the ticket um and the uh imagery of her having her election night party at the jacob javits center in manhattan which is a glass building you know she she could have theoretically shot through that glass ceiling and shattered it on the way to being president had things gone slightly different that night and you know so it's important that girls today realize the importance of growing up and being able to do whatever it is that they want to do in their lives and it's great that you're doing that
0: um on the last post that I wrote in 2018 was the seven most read books uh, for entrepreneurs, and one of the books was "Disruptors" by Dr. Patty Fletcher. And it was an honor that she actually stumbled upon the on Facebook uh, on on that post, and she actually uh, re-shared it. And this book, it's actually amazing success strategies for women who break the mold, and I believe. I started reading it and this book just opened my eyes. I thought that I was pro-feminism, but I still have long ways to go. And women out there that are entrepreneurs and are changing the landscape and are leaders have their own businesses or are thinking about their own businesses or listening to this podcast, please, please, please. And this is a non-paid sponsorship. Please pick up a copy of this book because it will open your eyes and it has opened mine. And um I was just amazed by reading this book and it, it's amazing. And it's I was raised by three women and I have a way of of seeing things. And all all I gotta say is that whenever I, I go to a workforce I like to see diversity. I like to see a lot of things that most people would be like, "Are you crazy?" No, I'm not crazy. I just like to see things in different shapes, different colors, different backgrounds, and different things. You know why? Because I'm Puerto Rican, and we're a mix of, uh, of many, many different cultures throughout the history of time. So maybe I'm just wired in a different way. So perhaps um, this is great. I mean, but enough enough about me, um, Jennifer. Uh, I want to know about you, your journey, and what is it that you do? Because you have a very unique background. And I want you to share that with us in this podcast because I believe that women out there will be actually interested in knowing, wow, I can identify with that.
1: Absolutely. So, Michael, let me tell you my story. So my story started, I was working in a Chinese restaurant, uh, years ago, making $8 an hour. And, you know, for a job when you're not really having to pay a lot of the bills, $8 an hour isn't so bad, but the problem is it's not setting you up on the road to financial freedom. It's not setting you up on the road to anything other than having some spending cash so that you can go you know, enjoy a movie every now and then, but you're not really getting anywhere on that. So what I ended up doing was I was working then for a company in the telecom industry. The company was Phone. It was one of the first voiceover internet uh, telephone companies. And I was lucky enough that I was doing major deals for the company. It was exclusive country deals internationally. I was locking up markets overseas. Uh, where people would be the exclusive uh, reseller for the NetPhone service overseas and i got an eight million dollar contract in china i thought that was huge i thought that was going to give me a great amount of commissions and value and everything else in the business and what i ended up getting was every time that the client sent in two three hundred thousand dollars in a wire payment i got a thousand dollar commission check problem is on a thousand dollar commission check every two months, it's not exactly a whole lot of money either. So I was looking, how am I going to find financial freedom? How am I going to set myself up on the path towards reaching greatness and towards getting into the position where I wanted to be at in my life right. so that I can do more in my community in for my family and for my country? I'm not looking just to make a couple of bucks just for me. You know, everything that I do is looking out at the broad landscape out there and saying, I can do more for our nation because the more that I can create wealth in our nation, the better off things are going to be. And I've been looking at that all along. So what I was doing was I was reading all of those business magazines. I was reading all of those books. I sought out mentors, I sought out gurus, I sought out coaches. And what they showed me was a path how to get to where I needed to be. And that is exactly what I've done. And for all those of you who are listening, if you haven't been looking at coaches and mentors and investing in yourself, I really believe that this is going to be one of those things that are going to help you find your path to your destiny. Because the more that you know where you are going and you are able to shape your vision towards that goal, the more you are going to find how you are going to get there. And friends, I believe that you are going to see that my turning point may be the same turning point for you as well, where you are able to then start working with businesses and shaping million dollar businesses, creating wealth for so many people that then trickles down, and it goes to their family, it goes to their employees, it goes to everyone around them, to their community, because as businesses have more disposable income coming into their business, they now invest even more in their community. You look at all of the school organizations and the athletic clubs and the boys and girls clubs who are going to all of these Main Street USA businesses and saying, you know, can you please sponsor this event? Can you sponsor that event? when they have more money because they have been helped by other people growing their business that's when they are then starting to invest more in their communities and as we invest more in our communities our kids have a better future and there's so much of that trickle down um functionality and i love seeing that my clients are making that kind of an impact in the communities in which they are located
0: (laughs) You actually remind me of uh, the movie The Barber Shop. And you remind me, yeah, it, it, as, as funny as it sounds, because one of the things that uh, they mentioned is the fact that when they were kids, uh, they would go get a haircut and they would bring their, their notes, I mean, their grades. And if they if they got A's, they would get some type of reward. So they would. the fact that they would stay in school, the barbershop uh, owner would actually reward them with something. The, obviously, that would mean that the parents would actually invest in the barbershop because their kids would have incentives to actually stay in school, which would allow the barbershop to actually stay in business, which would allow the barbershop to actually invest in the school, which would allow the barber, the the school, to actually create uh, programs for kids to stay in school, which would you know it was like uh, this feedback loop that would generate posit- positivity in the community itself, and this is just one business. Now, absolutely, imagine it's a
1: circular three- domino.
0: Right now, imagine three businesses doing this. Now, imagine five businesses doing this, and this is something that I'm not saying that you know having a uh, a major corporation it's bad because i know that there are major corporations that have community programs installed within communities i know of them because i've worked with them because i've worked in those companies when i was younger and mm-hmm. they have amazing community outreach programs they have amazing um uh, opportunities out there and they are devoted to the communities themselves The problem is us as a community sometimes turning their backs on small business owners or small business owners sometimes actually not even uh, investing in ourselves and sometimes neglecting ourselves and investing in ourselves, looking, like you said, in the gurus and in the experts, because sometimes, and I was a victim of this, Falling, uh, falling for the imposter syndrome, which is something that I mentioned a couple of times before um, And I will mention in another episode that will not have anything to do with this But um, yeah, very good points, Jennifer. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I I like that. I'm very big, uh, very big into the digital community and the analog community uh, aspects of things. So yeah, definitely So what ended up happening after all of this? Uh, was there a specific person, uh, entrepreneur, influencer, or a specific book that actually was like the, yeah, this is it. This is, this was the eye opener. This is the guy. This is the course or, or was it all that you just gather all of this knowledge that you read and fed upon? And you said, you just created a strategy and then you just, and you just jumped right into it or you created your own path? How was it that you started building your success?
1: So, Michael, the answer to that is it's a compilation of a number of people and times that created where I am today. Um, It started, you know, obviously all of those business books and magazines, I can't, name which one specifically, you know, put me on this path or that path, because I took ideas, you know, from a whole bunch of different areas. And the key thing is, whenever you're reading something, or you attend a seminar, you attend a conference, you're on a webcast, you gotta take notes on what you're getting, because it's going to stick in your mind a little bit more. But the key is not taking the notes. It's actually acting on what you learn and implementing something. Because as one of my coaches say, um, oh, what the heck, go for it anyway. And he actually does it in that uh, way of sounding. When you have something in front of you, you have a strategy in front of you, a little nugget that you learn. If you choose not to implement it, you lost 100% of the possibility. If you choose to implement it, you have a 50% shot at getting it. It's like um I think it was Wayne Gretzky that said, "You miss 100% of the shots that you never take." Yeah. When you are going out there and you're saying, "I'm going to do all of this," that's where you're starting to shape things up. So, in terms of the people though that made a difference in terms of who I am today, um People like Vince Bacari from the Small Business Development Center. Vince and I got to know each other several years back, and he took a shot on me. He put me in as the official presenter uh, in the electronic payment space, which was incredible because the Small Business Development Center is a nationwide organization, quasi-governmental, and they work with you know, a million businesses a year across the United States, helping them grow their business, helping them figure out, do they go this way? Do they go that way? You know, in organizations like the Small Business Development Center and SCORE, they're the ones that really help most of the small businesses that are starting up, get started and grow into bigger businesses. But Vince put me on a track to greatness. But then Keith Eichley and Rachel Sergis from Mosaic, Uh, they reshaped my entire business model and they made me realize things that I was doing in my business that dramatically shaped where I am today. And they then got me connected with James Malinchek. For those of you that don't know James Malinchek, he's ABC secret millionaire, James Malinchek. James is incredible at what he does. He is great at presenting he has uh been presenting for many years from the stage doing coaching and all of that and he has helped me shape my presentations to allow me to reach more people to help more businesses reach more greatness in their business it's actually by the way the name of the uh, book that i co-authored with james reach your greatness um it's going to be coming out later this month um all about um ways that we are looking at uh, finding different opportunities to be grateful, to have more um, opportunities in our lives. And it's an incredible opportunity to have been asked to write in that book uh, with James. And, uh, you know, all of those different pieces put me on the path to where I am today And I still work with Keith, Rachel, James, Vince, and all those other people that I've been working with over the years in terms of making my business that much greater. And of course I'm giving back. I'm the vice president of my chamber of commerce. So I'm all for the small businesses. You know, my town is, uh, we've got one publicly traded company in my town and everyone else is smaller businesses. We have some larger, you know, businesses, but it's really the mom and pop businesses in my town. And we strongly encourage, you know, shopping in town, supporting our merchants, you know, every year for small business Saturday, we are big on that. We drive people to our merchants and we're constantly doing things for our business community and the rest of the businesses in our county to make more of a difference in terms of having people shop local, because we show people supporting locals supports our schools supports our kids supports our community and the greater uh, value to the community as a whole like we touched on earlier
0: definitely one of the things that you mentioned that uh, that really impact me was the fact that you started working with one person two other came in and they changed they they present you a way to actually change your business model and you, instead of actually confronting them, you just went with the flow and that enabled you to actually meet yet another fourth person, which enabled you to actually uh, grow a little bit more and not only just grow your business, but allowed you to actually go beyond and start presenting and now you're actually co-authoring a book have you ever thought about wow i never actually second guessed i just went with the i just rolled with the punches um were you ever did you ever second guess any any of, uh, of the decisions that you made or were you ever afraid of um am i actually Am I actually um, on the right path here? Should I just keep on going? Or were, or did you have an intuition with, with the people that you were actually uh, working with?
1: So the answer, Michael, is that, of course, there was hesitation and trepidation before embarking on some of the changes. You know, when somebody is telling you, all right, we're going to change your company name, That's I had... At that point, almost 13 years of branding under my old company name. And when I was looking back at why I came up with that name, you know, Credit Cards NJ was the name of my business for just under 13 years. And starting out as a payment processing business in the credit card processing space, I realized you know there's value because it says credit cards in the name yeah. but it also said nj and it said nj because that's where we're based but when i was speaking with keith and rachel and they said all right so here's the situation nj in your name means people may think you're only in new jersey credit cards may think you're only doing credit cards yeah let's reshift you know everything from that And they put me on the path toward becoming known as Business Growth Strategies International because Everything that we do is about helping people grow their businesses Through the strategies that we help them Come up with help them implement And get started and we're not just here in the united states. We're an international company So even that new jersey piece was limiting because we have clients in canada europe australia asia Um, you know, and we're looking at a couple of other markets as well in terms of where we are operating. So when we were looking at all of that and being told, all right, we're going to change your name. It took me two weeks to get over my love of my name. And I realized Jen gets smart. These people have built million, multi-million dollar businesses and have done it multiple times. They have coached some great people to reach those same points. Now, when they're telling you do something, I'm trusting them implicitly in my business to say, this is the right path to go down. And they haven't done me wrong. I have been seeing so many positive movements as a result of what they did, and it was great taking those movements because i use their expertise and of course i check in with them you know do i do this do i do that because that's part of having a coach it's the connecting with them on a regular basis so that you know how you're moving forward on a strategy and then when i you know move that way i put myself on that path it's one of the things i start with my clients right now you know i'll ask you michael close your eyes for a moment And I'm going to ask all of our friends listening on the podcast today, close your eyes for a moment. Think right now of yourself when you're 90 years old, okay? You're 90 years old. You're looking back at your life. Hopefully, you've still got a couple good years ahead of you. Now, my question that I'm going to ask you is, who do you see in front of you? And tell me you're looking at yourself in the mirror. You're an older gentleman, you're an older woman, but you're not telling me what you look like. Maybe it is, you know, maybe you're a beauty person and that's important to you, but the idea is looking back at your life. Tell me what you see. And the reason I start with all of my clients that way is because when you see yourself in that reality at 90 years old you just cemented that vision in your subconscious. Your subconscious cannot tell the difference between reality and what it sees. So every time that you are going down a path that is going to veer away from who you see when you're 90 years old, your subconscious is going to correct you. It's going to veer you back in that direction and constantly keep moving you towards being that person at 90 years old. So if you see yourself as a successful business owner who passed along the business to their children, you know, or they sold their business for millions of dollars because they were increasing the value in their business. Every time they start going down a path that's going to potentially harm their business, they're going to shift right back and start putting it right back into the path to reach where they are when they're 90 years old. And that's one of the key fundamentals that I start with all of my clients on. And it's called the visioning process, the future visioning process. And I have to thank Valerie Lem for teaching me that a while back because it really uh, does so much to shift your way of thinking. I know where I am when I'm 90 and that's exactly the path that I keep taking in everything that I do. And my subconscious measures, am I going in this direction or am I going in that direction? And if I'm going in the wrong direction... It shoots me right back to being where I need to be for when I'm 90 years old.
0: It's funny because, um, there's two exercises that I've done previously that are not the same, but they correct me. And I tend to do them, uh, by the end of the year, every, um, every so often, actually there's one that I tend to do, um, every quarter and one that I tend to do, by the end of the year every year um one i learned when i was in college and it was because my professor of behavioral science said you have to bring me your biggest fear and present and if you present it to class you will get extra points and i said okay biggest fear perfect no problem So I just took a blank piece of paper. I just wrote my name on it and I handed it. And she was like, this doesn't say anything. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's my biggest fear. And she was like, this is, this doesn't make sense. You're getting an F. No, I'm getting extra credit. Wait till you see my presentation. Also, you're going to have the guts to actually present a white piece of paper in front of the whole classroom. Keep in mind, this is back in 2006. I moved from Puerto Rico to Orlando, Florida. Um, I actually thought I was fully bilingual at that point in time, but I, I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's the fact that I wasn't, you know, speaking English every single day, every single moment wasn't, I wasn't as fluid as I am now. So, uh, that was part of the, of the fear that I wanted to confront face, um, Right then and there. And the second part was the fact that I said, my biggest fear is going through life and just be Miguel Martinez and have nothing on record, nothing to show on record, dying and having nothing to show for that I accomplished nothing. That's my biggest fear that there's no legacy that I will, I will be remembered for. That's my biggest fear and sometimes when i'm feeling down i start writing all the things that i've done so far and that picks me up because i say i'm only i'm only so so many years old and i've accomplished a whole lot one of my biggest goals in life that i said by the time i hit 40 i will be able to work with the london symphony orchestra well you know what by the time that i was 24 years old I was lucky enough that I was able to work with the London Symphony Orchestra.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Uh, I was able to actually be a concert production coordinator for the Daytona Beach International Festival. And I was able to accomplish that dream. I was able to actually see the symphony orchestra that works with... um, Works and records the Star Wars themes, the Supermar- Superman themes, uh, for Hollywood, and that was great. And I got to see them play live, and I actually was able to pass the tea to Mr. Lalo Schifrin as well. So that was wow. that was great. Um, that was a great experience, in my book. And the other one that I tend to do every ye- every year is the fact that I evaluate myself of how do i want my family to it's kind of like doing my my own eology like how i how do i want my family to remember me how do i want my wife to remember me how do i want my children to remember me and how do i want my friends my coworkers, and all of all those around me and then i check i check myself in the sense of am i working towards that how do i want my business to be running Am I working myself? Am I working towards that? And then I start implementing, like you said, I start implementing things and action plans into actually doing just that, to accomplish that. And ever since I started doing that back in, since 2015, I'm going to say, I've been getting better. I still have a long way to go because I'm human, but you know what? Um, I'm getting there little by little even though even even if I do uh, improve 1% per day it's still win in my book I think absolutely
1: you know what they say life is measured in
0: the dash. exactly which which actually it's, it's funny because I had a professor uh, that told me in college um, when you pass away the only information that, that they have is your name your date of birth your date of Ah, uh, when you pass away, but that thatch, what does that dash mean? I'm like, wow, that's powerful. What does that that thatch mean? Uh, and that is that is something that's that got stuck with me. And I remember I, I actually wrote a very, very, very long poem about that, and I got lost, but i uh, it was I remember saying that. The dash actually defines the person and the actions measuring the life that it was committed by or something in those words. It was written more than 10 years ago. And, but yeah, um, we all need, I believe that we all need, uh, to measure ourselves every day and actually have plans and sometimes not be not hold ourselves back in, in, with this sense of i don't want to let go we have to actually push ourselves forward to go towards momentum and actually it's kind of difficult because we tend to stay in this comfort zone sometimes and it's not easy it's not easy to actually even though when you say this is enough And I'm comfortable here. And for some people, for some people, I understand that enough is enough. And I'm comfortable here in this area of my life. And I respect that for them. For other people like myself, I was I always learned the fact that if I can do one little push more, and I can push myself to go to get better, I will always try to go towards the next horizon. And I will always try to strive for more. And it's not about being ambitious, it's about just to improve myself.
1: Absolutely, you know, one of the things um, that I learned is, you know, if you were to fold your fingers over each other, you know, so that you've got all your fingers interlocked. And the way that we do it since birth is the same way you're doing it right now. But try changing the way that you move your hands and interlock them the opposite direction. You know, so instead of your right pinky being underneath your left pinky, now it's on top of your, your right is on top of your left. You know, it's changing the way that you move. It feels uncomfortable. And that's exactly what change is. Change is uncomfortable. But the idea though, is that if you're not changing, you're not growing and you're not Making any kind of difference in your life, in your business, in your environment. And, you know, for some people, they're perfectly content with being exactly where they are today and don't have any care what's going to happen tomorrow. Most of us, though, want to improve our situation. We're interested in having more success in the future than we've had in the past. We want more happiness in the future we've had in the past. We want more money in the future than we've had in the past. We don't want to stay where we are, which means that you have to do something that's going to take you out of your comfort zone and push you toward getting where you want to be when you're 90 years old. And that means, you know, writing down your goals, but not only writing them down, it's voicing them. Because when you voice them to other people, First of all, you're telling the universe, this is what you want to happen. And I'll get, come back to that with a really funny story in just a moment. All right. But when you are voicing your goals, you are telling other people, hold me accountable. Yeah. You know, if I go out there and I say next year, I want to be making 1 million, $1.2 million in revenue. People are going to hear that some people are going to be, wow, that's an incredible goal. Is it realistic? Is it, you know, an re- You know, is it an aspirational goal or is it a realistic goal? And I actually got asked that question the other night in terms of, you know, my revenue goals for next year. But in terms of. You know, looking at where you are in your business and looking at where you are in life and saying, this is where I want to get to by the end of this year. That is a goal that when you voice it to others, they can hold you accountable. And one thing, you know, coming back to that funny story that I mentioned a couple of years back, um, I wasn't doing a lot of travel in my business for a long time. And you know certainly not more than an hour drive from where I was uh, in terms of my business. And what I did, I went to this group where we were doing vision boards. And for those of you that are not familiar with vision boards, think about Pinterest and sites like that where you're pinning images and visions to a board, whether it's digital or you know on paper about things that you want to happen to you and one of the things that i put down on my vision board was more travel you know i had a picture of a plane i had a picture of uh santorini in greece i had a picture of paris i had a you know a whole bunch of those uh travel ideas in mind and when it came my turn to present what was on my vision board you know, i said i want to do more traveling Well, the problem was that year, I apparently didn't specify personal and business. So I ended up having, uh, what was it? I think it was 13 business trips where I was actually flying places over the course of that year. I didn't have any personal trips beyond, you know, driving distance, uh, which was really interesting. But, you know, the idea, though, was when you throw something out to the universe, the universe is going to give it to you. And when you're putting your goals out there and you say, I want to get five new clients this month or this quarter, you know, or maybe this year, you know, think about what that's going to do in your business. You know, if one client is worth, let's just say $1,000 lifetime for you and you can get them coming into your business, whether it's a retail shop online or it's a donor to your nonprofit. You know, you get that one person coming in right now. What is that going to do for you long term? But you're not going to get there if you don't say you have a goal of getting them. Because you need to be looking at what they're doing and what you are doing. What are you doing to manifest your business? What are you doing to manifest your growth? The more that you go out there and you say, I want positive to come to me. That's what you're going to get. Because the universe is going to give it to you. But if you are stuck in a rut and you're saying the world is terrible and everything, that's what you're going to get too, because you're manifesting that. But you have to manifest the good. You have to go for the goals. You have to say, here's where I want to be. Here's what I need. And the more that you keep saying, this is what I want, the more you keep focusing on what your 90-year-old self is looking back on and keep on having that internalized, the more you are going to increase your position and your benefit, your value and everything else in life, just because you are focused on the big picture, it's not the negatives because the negatives are not going to have room in your brain. They're not going to have room to take up real estate because you are so focused on the good.
0: That's absolutely true, And I do not dare to comment or add anything else because I would take away from what you just said. So I will obviously I will just do a standing ovation, but I'm not able to because it's just an audio podcast, but kudos. And if that's it, kudos. Um, Certainly so. If you actually uh, listen to any type of entrepreneur, serious entrepreneur, they will all say the exact same thing: write down your goals, implement them, take action on your goal, hold yourself accountable to m- implementing and taking action on those goals and you know there are many many people out there uh there are many books many courses um good lord there are so there are so many people out there with so many niche markets and so many ways of actually communicating that resonate with uh with a lot of people in the last three years actually four years I've been able to actually learn from many of them but the one story that actually uh st- struck me the most in the last year and a half i would say was um author uh jeff goins i keep mentioning jeff goins and seth Godin, but um i love them both very dearly um jeff goins they're
1: great people
0: yeah jeff i need to send uh jeff some some pastries i promised him and i forgot yeah, he loves Puerto Rican pastries. So every now and then I just send him to his PO box and then I make fun of him. <laughs> yeah. So Jeff, uh, Jeff, at one point in time, he actually um, just, I think it was either before or after he, re- he released his last book, Real Artists Don't Starve. Um, and he said that his business was growing so big then he was just going nuts because he had just become from a small business owner, from a, just an author, just a writer, that he had just become a CEO. He actually had employees, he actually had people working around the clock um, for him. so he actually had accountability for other people in his business. Um, his wife was actually about to start her own business and now he was a father of two and his business was just getting a little bit out of his own hands and he was uh, overwhelmed so he went to the guru himself and what better guru than Seth Golden and he just sent him this huge email explaining all the all the pain points And the only reply that he got from Seth was, call me. I tried to do my best Seth Godin impression. Um, And obviously Seth explained to him everything that he needed to do. And around that time, I believe it was that Michael Hyatt uh, released his um, full focus planner apparently what ended up happening was that Seth told him you're a CEO and now you actually have to start delegating your work. Now you have to start thinking about the roles of a CEO. You have to start thinking about the themes and your days, how, how to manage your days, what date is that you have to be a writer? What date is that you have to be this? What date is that you have to do this? And then the full focus planner of Michael Hyatt. I am not actually sponsoring it. I do have it, but do your own research. Uh, was able was actually he was able to actually cut down his um, over twelve hours to actually lower hours of work. But he was able to actually implement a plan so he could actually focus on goals, three daily goals, and focus on tasks and activities. And actually, now he's running his business and holding himself accountable for every single quarter and achieving his own goals that way. And now it's funny because whenever I go and talk to other entrepreneurs, whether they're online or in the full focus planner group on Facebook, it's amazing how many of them say say the exact same thing that they're holding yourself accountable, even through that planner has been the key element. So they have been able to achieve so, so, so much. Even quality of, uh, quality of life, quality of family life, and quality of business itself. They've been able to take care of themselves as, a, as an individual. They've been able to take care of their family, and they've been able to take better care of their business. And it's all because of they've been able to actually write it down and be accountable for the plan that they have actually set on doing. So what you just said about actually throwing it on the universe and actually putting it on the vision board and seeing it, whether it's on a planner or whether it's on your fridge or every single morning, somewhere in your house, in your office, you should have something that you hold yourself accountable every day that you look at it and it's like, yeah. I am both digital and analog, but I like things to be analog because as soon as I write them down, I believe that I just made a commitment in my brain that that will happen.
1: Absolutely. You know, one of my coaches, um, what he did was he, and I I use this with some of my clients also, um, he took the idea that he had And he put it on his fridge. He put it on the mirror in the bathroom. He put it on the cabinet where he takes his coffee mug out of, you know, in the morning. He put it on the cabinet where he takes his glasses out of. He put it right by his bed. You know, the idea is it's the first thing you see in the morning, last thing you see at night, and throughout the day. Whatever your number one goal is that you want to happen, keep putting it all around. Because, the, and he also, by the way, had it in his car. I forgot to mention that, right by the you know air vents, because you see that when you get in. That's but amazing. the idea is you're seeing it all the time, which is bringing it back into your brain to say, all right, how am I getting here? Because what little steps, you know, you can have a goal that's a year long goal but there's milestones at each point towards getting there. You know, if you say you want to get another $100,000 of revenue in your business, it's not going to happen overnight. You have to find the client that's going to do it. You have to have the marketing that's going to do it. You have to have the sales force that's going to do it. You have to have the means to do it. And you have to have the product that you're going to fulfill to get that extra $100,000. But at each point along the way, you are seeing that progress being made until you finally realize you're one step away from the goal the problem is so many people stop at the one yard line you know to use a sports um analogy you can't just stop at that one yard line you have to cross the goal line and when you get there and you realize you're all the way you got that one hundred thousand dollar goal that's great now go for the 200 go for the 500 because as you break things down into pieces, that's where your goal is going to be. That's how you're going to meet it. And you're going to really be able to start seeing that growth and value in yourself, in your business, in your family, and in your community.
0: That's true. Actually, um, the the whole putting on the, whether it's sticky notes or everything around, I actually had to do that for tests. In the in back, where when I was in college, uh, for certifications and such, and uh, one of my teachers used to say you have to uh, do an inception, and then when I watched the movie, it finally made made sense to me. Um, but a lot of people actually uh, tend to do that, and ma- like you said, mainly when it is things that are long term. Um, you people tend to kind of dwindle down they start they start very motivated motivated and then they start going down hill very quickly as soon as um uh, I'm going to say within the la- within the first I'm going to say 40 days they start just dwindling down because some something happens and the best example is weight loss and going to into the gym we all make that uh We'll make that um, promise every single year. We buy the membership and we just gave them access to one check account. And they are taking our money every single month. And we don't show up for the gym. Guess who's winning? They are. And guess who's losing? You are. Absolutely. And you know, last
1: week was the biggest week for gyms. January 2nd, people come in, they start getting their gym memberships. And you don't go from there. The key though is voicing your goal. Because when you voice it and someone else knows it, you can see them again and say, well, I'm still 30 pounds overweight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, it's, I just finished, um, doing my 34, 35 hour, uh, prep training course for PMP. I want to f- actually get the certification for project management and one of the one of my friends asked me so just let me know what i can do to help you and i'm like you're not a project manager and you certainly cannot just wave your hand and all of a sudden just give me the project management certification so and obviously that would not be part of my in you know i don't want anything handed out to me i want to earn things because that I'm, i consider myself a man of integrity so the one thing that i ask him is just hold me accountable because my goal is to actually achieve this no later than may 1st hold me accountable every time we talk part of the conversation is hey how you doing how is the studying going that's how i want the conversation to start and then if i avoid the conversation i have to give you ten dollars he's like okay perfect so yeah, he's thinking that he's going to get $10. So when, when I have a client that
1: he does that with weight loss. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. his entire business model. Every time that you don't meet your weight goal, you give a donation to a nonprofit organization.
0: That's perfect. That's actually perfect. There's actually applications that, um, that do that. You sign up. Uh, to do something and you invite your, all of your friends and it's like uh we're gonna write five hundred five hundred words per day, and you invite your friends and if they don't actually do uh they miss one day um they have to they already agreed and they, they they actually gave their credit card and they get charged whatever amount you all agreed upon mm-hmm and that's it it in the case of the iphone it's an apple pay thing and it's like <laughs> you got sucked into it well you cannot you really not you did not get sucked into it i mean you agreed upon it but it's a good way to hold yourself accountable and it's and it's something that it's something i mean accountability is something that people are afraid of getting into and if you are afraid of getting into uh holding yourself accountable it's something that you will not, you will not just simply, you you will simply not just grow. And as ladies and gentlemen, as we have been talking and over this episode, and Jennifer has been uh, more than nice to to, and to say it, and I sometimes have to be the direct person. If you're not gonna hold yourself accountable to do the things that you have to do and push yourself forward, you might as well just close shop. It might sound raw. It might sound way too rude. How rude? Yeah, I've been watching Fuller House. Um, But, I mean, come on. One thing is responsibility about paying your bills, but holding yourself accountable to actually completing your goals and actually pushing yourself to achieving them and moving beyond the comfort zone, that's a complete different thing. And... You know, seeking and and understanding that sometimes you actually have to change your logo, you actually have to change your business name, you actually have to change location, your business strategies, and sometimes you even have to, because I've had clients that I've had to, I've had to tell them simply, I will not, I would love to work with you, but only if you actually fire your brother. I will not fire a family member. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to fire you as a client. Well that's unheard of i've never i've never heard of someone firing a client i'm like i will not simply work with your brother because your brother is actually the the one the one key element holding your business from actually being successful sometimes there are key elements or mindsets in the business holding the business for actually pushing forward and if you're not able to actually change dramatically or, or again being accountable to actually make the tough calls and decisions, I believe you're not going to be able to uh, grow. And that requires mentorship and mentorship uh, and leadership. If you actually recognize and have a mentor, the mentor, one of the things that we will say is confront you with, with the truth and let you know in a very serious and truthful way Look, things need to change, and I will confront you with those things, and it will be up to you. Am I correct?
1: Absolutely. It's all about getting down to the root of the problem area, finding a way around it, because you can't grow if you're not willing to change. That's what we said you know, a little while ago. You know, you put your hands one way, you can't put it the other way because it just feels weird. And change is uncomfortable. But when people start going down that direction and they realize, wait, I can do this. That's when it makes that big difference. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Jennifer, if someone is willing to go and say, I want to make that change, I want to... I want to confront myself and I want to say to heck with everything that I've been doing, whether this has worked for me so far or it has not worked for me at all. I just want to grow. What would they need to do to get in contact with you so they can start growing and start a mentoring uh, session and program with you?
1: Absolutely, so uh, the first thing I would say is please go to bgsiacademy.com. That's B as in business, G as in growth, S as in strategies, I as in international, academy.com. And I um, think that we'll try and get that written out somehow also for you um, so that you can uh, start the process. Uh, take advantage of the tools that are on this site it's an incredibly uh, well laid out and if I can pat myself on the back, um, you know, prepared site. It's got incredible resources for you to grow your business, and I'd love to work with you. Uh, my goal is to help American and obviously outside of American business owners as well, but really help our country's economy continue to prosper. Continue to make our co- our communities stronger because at the end of the day It doesn't matter what country we're in we're in the united states. We're in canada. We're in europe. We're in asia australia If our community is strong That's the key That's what's going to drive what you and I are feeling on a regular basis You and I are out there. We're going to our local shops. We're going to our coffee stores We're going to the drugstores, stores to the grocery stores Those are the businesses we interact with every day. When our communities are strong, that's when our nations are strong. We have to be doing more for our communities and I'd love to help you as a business owner, someone who's aspiring to be a business owner, get to that point where you can do more for your community because you're going to have more value, more income to do more within your own community. And I'd love to help you. And again, go to com, and I'd love to see you on the other side.
0: Excellent. Yes. Thank you for taking the time to actually listen to this podcast and learning all about com. It's been a pleasure, again, to have Jennifer Class in our podcast as the first female entrepreneur And, again, it's an honor because I don't want this show to be a boys club. I want this show to have as much diversity as it can because this world needs diversity. This world needs to have as much colors, taste, and flavor as it can. Just like music, just like cinema. If you've listened and enjoyed this podcast, please go to iTunes, leave a review, and rate this podcast, episode, and show, actually. This has been your host, Michael Martinez, for Rock and Block. See you all in the blockchain. Have a good one.